0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, we're going to jump back where we sort of deviated from a few episodes back. We have been looking at uh, giving a thanks and what the Lord says about that. And we sort of did that in the midst of uh, the examination of the little phrase, one another. And so this isn't an exhaustive examination, but we're looking at a lot of scripture related to that. And a lot of the stuff that we've looked at has been uh, in the positive sense, how we're to love one another, how we're to honor one another, and that type of thing. Uh, and this one another right here is in a negative context, but you'll see what I mean uh, in just a moment and how important it is. So we're in the book of Titus, okay, the book of Titus. And in the third chapter of the first verse, we're jumping right in the middle of it, and Paul's writing this to Titus, and he says, Remind them to be subject to rulers, to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to... For every good deed. Uh, Isn't that a great thing? He tells us, make sure you're ready for every good deed. Yes, we are subject to rulers and authorities, and we're to be obedient. But that, and people often ask about this, you know, this passage here in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, a lot of people will teach and preach this means that you need to absolutely obey everything that is done by the law of man. Well, if that be the case, those of us in the United States need to repent and place ourselves under the crown again, right? No, if it goes against the Word of God and if it goes against the precepts and the ordinances of God, uh, we do not do it. And you see that in the book of Acts you know, where a couple of the apostles were mandated, you know, no, you're not to preach anymore in this man's name. You're not speaker of Jesus. And they look at the religious rulers and said, well, you know, whether it be right or not for us to do that, we'll let you decide, but we're going to do what God tells us to do. So that's what he's saying right here. Be ready for every good deed. Verse 2, to malign no one. To be peaceable, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. Now, you know, a lot of times we'll see these uh, lists and this type of thing, and it's speaking of what we should do with one another from the perspective of believers. Okay. In other words, we have that relationship because we have the Holy Spirit in common. We share the Holy Spirit. He dwells within all true believers. But right here, he's telling us not to malign anybody. And he said to show every consideration for all men, to be peaceable, to be gentle. Verse three for we also were foolish ourselves. So he starts describing how we were in times past. We were foolish ourselves, disobedient, deceived. "...enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our time in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another." Well, there's the phrase, one another. And so we see that it's uh, sort of outside the context of the one another within the life of the believer. But it isn't in this context also, because he's saying the one another that we have, this oneness that we have, we used not to be there, folks. We used to be foolish ourselves. We were disobedient, we were deceived, we were enslaved with various lusts and pleasures, and we were spending our lives in malice and in envy, and we were hateful, and we hated one another. And he says, well, and you're thinking, well, why is he saying this? Well, he wants us to see, and he's about to really bring it home, what the Lord has done in our life. And if he's done this in our life, can he not do this in anybody's life? Verse 4 begins with that all-powerful word. But when the kindness of God, our Savior... And his love for mankind appeared. He saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to The hope of eternal life. So he describes who we used to be and how we hated one another, but then he describes what's happened here. And we see the triune nature of God again. We see God uh, the Father, we see God the Son. When the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love of mankind appeared, He saved us, and He didn't save us on the basis of what we've done. If we'd receive things on the basis of what we've done, we'd all be condemned, right? No, we didn't do that. But it's all according to his mercy. And what he did, he washed us and he regenerated us and he renewed us by the Holy Spirit. And then he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, all that he is through the Spirit. So because of that, we are literally justified by his grace. And we would be made heirs. Isn't that great? Heirs. According to the hope of eternal salvation. Let me just read a couple more verses. So he tells us uh, who we used to be, tells us what we've become. Now, listen to this verse 8. This is a trustworthy statement. And concerning these things, I want you to speak confidently so that those who have believed God will be careful to engage in good deed. These things are good and profitable. For men, So uh, the Spirit is riding through Paul and is encur- encouraging Titus to speak these things confidently and to speak them to, to men, that they would engage in good deeds, okay? That's good and profitable. But then, verse 8, but avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and strife and disputes about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless I'll tell you what this is something that we're seeing uh, within the body of christ we've seen it through the years through the centuries through the ages but man gets so caught up in these things and foolish controversies in genealogies and strifes and disputes about the law he says don't get caught up in these things avoid these things that doesn't mean we don't speak the truth We do speak the truth, but I can point you to varying denominations right now that are caught up in these type of things because they reject the simplicity of the Word of God. If you reject the Word of God, then guess what? You're going to be deceived because then the Word of God is subject to every whim and thought of man. So he says, don't have anything to do with this. Verse 10, he says, reject a factious man after a first and second warning knowing that such a man is perverted and is sinning, being self-condemned. Paul starts to close uh, the letter out right here, but he wants to warn Titus. You don't have to put up with this. You don't have to put up with factious people. You can warn them once, warn them twice. Okay. In other words, there's grace, there's mercy here. But if they're not seeking the change, if they continue to walk in their perversion and their sin, if they're being self-condemned, then you reject them. Now the last four verses in closing. When I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, make every effort to come to me at Nicopolis, for I've decided to spend the winter there. Don't you just love the little uh, details? Diligently help Zenos the lawyer and Apollos on their way so that nothing is lacking for them. Our people must also learn to engage in good deeds to meet pressing needs so that they will not be unfruitful. All who are with me greet you. Greet those who love us into faith. Grace be with you all. Even at this time, his concern was we need to teach the people how to engage in good deeds to meet pressing needs. Not to meet greeds, but to meet pressing needs. Uh, So much of what the church does when we try to help people, I mean, I see it all the time. When you look out, they're not meeting pressing needs. They're meeting greeds. You wouldn't believe how nice the cars are a lot of times when people come by wanting food to eat. You wouldn't believe the amount of cigarette smoke pouring out of those nice cars when people are coming by wanting food to eat. You know, that type of thing. We need to learn how to engage in good deeds that will lead people into the kingdom and lead them into a life that will be fruitful and not unfruitful. Anyway, so continue pressing on in one another. Love one another. I'll see you again next time.